He's wearing bikinis right now. In fact. Oh yeah, we're we're much wiser in bikinis. By the way, you're so much more attractive since you've had your boob job, Dan. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh. The following program is classified MA. It is recommended for an immature audience. It may contain strong language, adult themes, and nudity. But being a podcast, that's not going to be a problem, is it? Welcome to Planet Beer, the beer show. It's all about the beer. Welcome to Planet Beer, episode number nine, coming to you from the Pig and Whistle at uh, Riverside this time. We were at Indrapilly last time, and we're at Riverside this time in downtown CBD Brisbane. Um, before we uh, go on with the show, I'd like to introduce our panel for the night. Yes, who's here? He, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's here today? Who's he here that rates a mention? That's right. Well, he, Dan, she, Dan, and our very special guest, me. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> You are special. Gabby Milgate. Thank you, you. You may remember her from such films as Muriel's, Muriel's Wedding, Wedding. Uh, Priscilla Queen Priscilla of the, the Queen Desert, Desert uh, Babe Pig in the City, yeah. Full Frontal, mm. uh, Strictly Ballroom. Were you in Strictly Ballroom? No. Oh. <laughs> but you might remember me from that if you've got a bad memory. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Just pluck a random Australian movie out of I was, there. I was also in Rocky Five. <laughs> I was cheering fan number 200. <laughs> well, anyway, that's, uh, that's Gabby. She's going to be our panellist uh, tonight. So we're going to have a lot of fun. We've got a, lot of, we've got a couple of beers to go through. Um, we've got a few Chopper's Nuts to chew on. We've got, yeah, uh, Chopper's Nuts. Tell me about Chopper's Nuts. Well, Chopper's Nuts is, uh, as you know, Mark Chopper Reed, the convicted... Is he a murderer? Well, he's a self-confessed oh. murderer, but he's never been charged. Mm. Is, is that right? That's what I've oh. been They're salty and believe. sweet. And his nut, his, the, the nuts that you buy <laughs> are nuts similar. Chopper's Nuts salty and sweet. Yes. But uh, yeah, with Chopper's Nuts, choppersnuts.com, we've got a competition at the moment with the beer show. Uh, where if you go and register at the beer show, at the beer club, and also register at choppersnuts.com, you go into the draw to win an autographed poster, full-size wow. poster of Chopper Reed. And we're going to send you Chopper's Nuts! And he's gonna <laughs> <laughs> we joked about last time that he was going to do a uh, drive-by delivery. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but, but I just think it's interesting that he's got these tough Chopper's Nuts in a little container that looks like gay hair product. Yeah. It does look you know, oh. they've, they've even got in the O of Chopper's the little, like, you know, play school window symbol. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's on all the hair products. I think yeah. Sorry. someone... So are you saying Chopper's gay? No, I'm saying he needs a new marketing package. Sorry, Mr. Chopper. No, I think it's very clever because only someone that tough could have a, such a yeah. gay yeah. container. Yes. Yeah, yes. that's why I dress the way I do. I think do. he's done it to pick fights. That's right. That's right. It's and funny. if he brings out a hair product, he doesn't need to repackage. I'm getting scared here <laughs> because there, there is a chance that Chopper Reed's going to be on our show in Melbourne when we're down there in a couple of wow. weeks' time. So hopefully he doesn't listen to the show. Yeah. Until after we leave Melbourne. Well, a lot of his victims won't listen to the show. Right. No, they got no right. ears. <laughs> or they're dead. <laughs> So that's sorry, sorry apologise to any of the family that are listening. But um, I'm going to ask you a few questions, Gabby, about okay. your, your life. All right, do I get a I buzzer? Used to, I used to love you in Full Frontal when you did um, Xena. <laughs> Xena Warrior Princess. Yes, yes. remember that? She had colanders for boobs and her weapons were cutlery. Where was that filmed in? You didn't go to New Zealand for that, did you? Yes, we flew to New Zealand every week. We had a massive, massive budget. For a three-minute skit. <laughs> yes, that's right. And it was my whim, and they fulfilled it. So that would be a massive budget. 
Miss, oh, yeah. Emissive. Emissive bitches. That's right, Emissive. Gabriella. Yes. By the way, your boobs are heaving. <laughs> <laughs> now, and also, too, you're very famous for the uh, the, the line, you're terrible, Muriel. Yes. yes. I love that. Who would have we, we pull that out often, you know. I know. Yeah. That was a sad movie, that. Like, I yes. enjoyed it. Like, although the music was what everyone sort of loved it for, but I thought it was a very uh, sort of... It was almost on an arty level, yeah. wasn't it? And but they also loved the music before the film too, which was good. Yeah, that helped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think they did. <laughs> Ever? No, no, they didn't have I, several number ones. No, no that's right. Those nobodies from Scandinavia. <laughs> <laughs> I um, yeah, I thought it was. I, every time I see that movie, I just go, "Geez, that his your well, your dad in the movie yeah, was an asshole." Bill Hunter. Well, that was based on a true story. Um, the director's father was a councillor on the Tweed Coolangatta Council. Uh, and he was found guilty of um, corruption, and he ended up doing community service. Oh wow! Yep, Ooh. there you go. So there you go. Is there a place? Is Porpoise Spit? Is that where it was? Uh, no, that's a made-up name, which oh, is hilarious. Toy, it? Well, who wants to see photos of Porpoise Spit? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you can find them. That's right. You know where to Google. Yeah, <laughs> you can find anything. <laughs> right, Google Porpoise Spit. Yeah, I'm sure you're good. <laughs> no, no, you were Dana's also in a movie that was it released last year. Was it Feeder? Yeah, I've seen feed. photos of that. Feed, feed was it? Yeah, yeah. It's about feeders, isn't it? Yeah, feeders and gainers. It's about uh, people who have a fetish uh, for feeding women <laughs> until they die, basically. Oh wow! Like <laughs> on um, what was that movie? Seven. That's sexy. Seven. And he made you know he fed that guy until <laughs> yeah. he died. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, so they, twisted. When they asked me to do the film, I said, "Well." Am I going to be nude? And uh, the director, Brett Leonard, was like, yeah, sort of. <laughs> I was kind of in this big, fat bodysuit of a woman who was supposed to be 350 kilos in lingerie. <laughs> and then, I tell you what, there's nothing better than taking off that fat at the end of the day. No. <laughs> so, so you had a fat suit, obviously. I had a fat suit and a bullet in the head. Oh, because I have seen photos and I've looked, I thought, that's not going Wow. Oh, Gabby. wow. It, also, too, obviously, heavily makeup in the face as well. Uh, it wasn't just a fat suit, was it? Uh, can't I can't remember. <laughs> I was going to say, tell me it wasn't. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, and it would have been hot. Was it just hot and uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah, we filmed it in the middle of summer, and in between breaks, I had two industrial size um, air conditioning ducts shoved up my legs. <laughs> I look like something from I mean, the future. I there's a lot of real people out there who would like that. It's a fat lady from the future, <laughs> from Doctor Who. <laughs> Does a fat suit feel rubbery, like, on the Yeah, like nice latex, and, except I was disappointed that the nipples didn't retract. It wasn't very realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I would have spoke to the director. I said, I want realism. It took I can't an work like this. hour to get into it and an hour to get out. So once I was in, I just thought, oh, Jesus, five hours of a stretch oh. I was doing. You feel like you were on the biggest loser. <laughs> no, you, you should probably felt like the you. real Did person. Did you waterload before that? <laughs> Speaking of reality TV, what's happened Big Brother-wise? Look, I'm boycotting it this year. What? Yeah. I am boycotting Why? Big Brother. Well, see, I can't do Dan, those people's vacuous and, bimbos anymore. I just, she, Dan I and, I, and I were very Big Brother fans all through Way seasons back. one, two, three, four. We were massive Die and also to the celebrity big brother that you were in, Gabby. Yes, yes. I was in Celebrity Big Brother. What's, it was an honour. What's the character you do? Uh, I did the uh, boy. Yeah, I did a skater character called Weevil, sixteen-year-old <laughs> skater boy who was um, in the house. That was his catch cry, and he ended up asking Imogen <laughs> Bailey. And fans yeah. of the beer show will know who she is. Oh yeah. 
I've hugged it. I've hugged her. Have really? you? Yep. Really? Oh. I've done it. Have you watched oh. dinner? <laughs> I did her in the Big Brother houses. Weevil, mate. Weevil lost her oh. virginity to, to Imogen. Outdone, outdone by Weevil. Mm. <laughs> I, know. I know it hurts, doesn't it? He goes up to Imogen and she's lying down on the bed just reading. And he goes up to her and goes, you know, in true Big Brother style, and goes, um, will you please be my girlfriend? <laughs> and she kind of looked up from a book, rolled her eyes and went, yeah, all right. <laughs> so it's, it's like going back in high school, will you go with me? Yeah, totally. <laughs> I've asked girls out like that. But uh, well, I was so naive in year eight, this boy comes up to me, his name was Dion, I still remember, he came up and goes, will you go with me? And I went, yeah, where do you want to go? <laughs> and I just went, oh, okay, that's it. Naive. <laughs> But you haven't been watching the latest Big Brother? I, I've seen snippets enough to know that I'm glad I'm not watching oh, it. Oh, no, you've got to be watching yeah, it because yeah. there's so many annoying people this oh, year that are being evicted because they're, the way they're setting setting it up, that the boring people actually do go. Yeah. yeah. But how much are you hating Big Brother this year? No, he's got no, some attitude no, going I love him. on. I think, no, like a big no. I think he's a megalomaniac psycho. I think he's so about him. on himself. Yeah. He's ridiculous. That's the thing. Yeah, like I've said this last time, I think. But do you for watch years, it to Big Brother's been walked over, and while while That's people right. try to make themselves celebrities and go, "Hey, Big Brother, hey, what's it?" It's yeah. now it's like, no, no, you yeah. not talk when Big, Big Brother is talking. And no yeah. one. Big Brother was in a radioactive accident, yeah. and he's gone bad. <laughs> Super Big Brother now. Is there any money left? <laughs> no, oh, probably not. No. No. They're doing it. They're doing it for free no. now. Yeah. I've met a psychic today who said an insider's going to win Big Brother, and he reckons Jade is going to win the mental girl who had to sing. All her challenges. Oh, really? She's not going to win. <laughs> no way. She's, I'd even vote her. She's gone I'm full frontal, though. Oh. Is she? Yeah. Oh, better keep she her in then. <laughs> in a magazine? I'm not saying she's oh, worth looking at. In F18. Oh, no. No, first well, night. Oh, on the show. Again. No, no, first night, she was stripped off full frontal. There was Tassie Map, the whole. It was more a runway strip, I thought. Mm. What do you think, then? <laughs> but it was more a wild bush or something. Yeah. yeah. It was like Tasmania before the logging. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sort of. But I think. Um, this, this is the good year this year because like there are people annoying and Big Brother is now in control again like I hate not hate I don't like that word because I know being a celebrity and everything that uh, you know, <laughs> people have opinions of you without even knowing you yeah. but Michael I hate the guy uh, he's the most yeah. wonderful kind of awful yeah oh. isn't he if he left the show it'd be boring but yeah you've got to keep him in I, I just don't like the way he talks to Big Brother. Big Brother's no, really got to come down on him. No, Jason, I was there the other night when Michael was serving it up, both barrels of Big Brother. I'm like, go, Michael! And I can't stand the guy. But to yeah. see someone really, really nail Big Brother, I love that. I love yeah. a bit of conflict and no respect no, for authority. Big Brother should have sent him straight to the, uh, what's the Simbin. word, the discipline room. Oh, the <laughs> What's the room? The glass room? The naughty chair. The naughty oh, no, that's the super nanny. <laughs> yeah, he should have gone straight to there and counted needles, <laughs> separated needles and pins. That's what oh. I think. There's a certain kind of power you get from having control over the Big Brother big brother button. Mm. Um, when, I, when I was evicted from the Big Brother house... Uh, I got a chance to <laughs> call Kyle Sandlins to the diary room. Kyle Sandlins <laughs> is now the judge on Idol and he does a uh, show with Jackie O. And so I called him to the diary room and um, he goes, yes, big brother. And I went, you suck. That is all. Yes. <laughs> yes. More power to you. I've been locked in the big brother house. Have you? Yeah. For charity. We did this. Mm, that's all right. We spoke of this before, but yeah, I was there with uh, Big Kev. Uh, oh, God bless him. Yeah. Gone to God now. Mind Who you, else? he was he looked suicidal when I was there. Really? Yeah. It was it was right after the time he lost the race team and I was being stupid and said, Well I didn't know that and I said, Hey so big Kev, how's the race team going? And he was like, Oh, we're taking a break at the moment. You know, it was 
I knew there was something up right there and then, so yeah. I left him alone and went Could and have been that him. noose I he mean, was carrying around. You know, once you've been on TV with a pizza cloth that can absorb, you know, three litres of liquid, mm-hmm. where is there to go in life? Yeah. Is that his shirt? And goo remover. I think what we'll do, we'll take a break and um, we'll have our dinner thanks to the uh, pig and whistle here because I know I'm, I'm trying an albino yeah. cow. Oh, I look and forward I'm to eating something the, really uh, rare. The prawn spaghetti. Prawn spaghetti. Okay, so we'll take a quick break. Well, it'll be quick for you guys, but it'll be long for us. And um, <laughs> before you know it, we'll be right back here and we'll be uh, test driving now. Well, not test driving, that's not a good word for beer. We're road testing our first beer of the night, which will be uh, the Cascade First Harvest, very rare beer as well. So we'll be right back here on Planet Beer, thanks to Carbon Draft. Mm. Made from beer. Did you just burp as you said that? (laughs) A lot of people ask me the best way to clean your uh, beer glasses, and I tell them I have no idea. So I got Brennan in. And we're going to talk about the best way to clean your glasses. That's really interesting. Thanks for asking that question. I appreciate that. Um, the, uh, you know, the first thing I'd like to say is I've heard a few myths about what to do with a beer glass. And I've heard things like, my granddad says, I've never washed that beer glass in 30 years. And I drink beer out of it every single night. And I think, oh, man, that has got to be filled with some nasty, <laughs> ropey bacteria. It's a bit festy. Yeah, and, th- and I think that's a, real, that's a real common myth about not cleaning your beer glass. But the proper way to clean the beer glass is um, with the four T's of cleaning, which are time, temperature, turbulence, and titration. Now, those sounds kind of corny, but mm. the time is how long you're scrubbing it. Yeah. The, the scrubbing is the turbulence, or how much physical action you're putting on the glass. The temperature, of course, is the temperature of your water. And the titration is the... Um, the level of chemical or, or surfactants that are in the water. Now, that sounds a bit over the top, but those are the things that are involved in cleaning. So you can't just chuck it in the dishwasher? Well, you could, but you're not going to do a good job because there's no physical action. I mean, there's a little bit of spraying water, but the thing that what you need to do is first find a sponge that is your sponge and keep it away from your wife mm, and, those, and those dirty dishes. And it says it's the beer cleaning sponge, the beer glass cleaning sponge. Okay, so we need a sponge. So you soap it up, mm-hmm. get some warm water, get the so- get the um, get the sponge in there. So all you the can way to the use bottom. soap with like I I tend to just rinse it under really hot water and yeah. that's it. Well, so you're only getting one of the four. Oh, that's only one tea. That's only one tea, ah. and that's the temperature. Okay. So if you get uh, warm soapy water with a, you know reasonable amount of soap on it. And, uh, and scrub it right down to the bottom. And I always scrub the outside of my glasses too. I like a nice clean glass. Mm-hmm. And, I, and thoroughly rinse the glass. You don't want to have any residual chemical on the glass because that'll only detract from your uh, foam retention um, or you know, the beautiful bubbles that are coming out of the bottom of the glass. Uh, make sure it's very, very clean. Uh, sorry, very, it rinsed very well. So you've cleaned all the uh, soap off of it. And if you, if you turn that glass upside down and allow the water to sheet off the glass, you shouldn't shouldn't see any breakup of the sheeting. You, you want to see like an oily surface. It should be just that's right. And if you do, clean it again. So keep cleaning, keep cleaning. Well, there you go. There's a uh, the four T's. Just again, Brennan. Time, time, temperature, temperature, turbulence, turbulence, and titration. Titration. That's a good word. Sheet am. I love that one. Okay, well, thank you very much, Brennan. There you go, guys. You know, you now know how to uh, to clean your glasses. There's no excuse now for not having a good head on your beer. That is. That's right. So, uh, anyway, back to the show. 
Welcome back to Planet Beer at the Pig and Whistle at Riverside. What a great place this is. We're sitting mm, here by the fire. It. The fire it's is nice warming my butt and it's beautiful. Watching people beat yeah, the crap out of the them on the big right. we've, butt. We've piled up all the wooden <laughs> furniture into a pile and we've lit it. Chuck another stool on. Chuck another stool on. In the English <laughs> soccer fan tradition. That's yeah. right. Let's try. They didn't have fire lighters, so we just got shots of snaps. And breathe. And spitting them on the That's right. And we're watching people beat the crap out of each other. We've got, uh, what's it, Junba Doulon. And Davy Brown. And the, and the, boxing's, boxing. the boxing's on TV too. Hit him, hit him, hit him. Yeah, it looks like a couple of Asian drivers <laughs> having a bit of road rage at each other in Cabramatta, actually. <laughs> That's right. I thought there was something familiar about that yeah. scene. Okay, anyway, we're, uh, we're back to do our road test, which is the uh, Cascade First Harvest, released 2006. Now, this beer... Uh, a little bit of history behind it. It comes out once a year. They only harvest enough green hops, fresh hops, for one batch of beer a year. Wow, I feel honoured. And we're yeah. lucky to have it mm. here. So it's uh, made by Cascade. I'm going to crack it open. Here it is. Uh-uh. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. And I'm going to pour it. Sound effects. Mm. Trying to get a head on it first. It's a beautiful, rich amber. Very oh, She's talking she the talk. It's got some lovely lacing on the oh, glass. Nice. And I, I'm assuming it's fizzy. I haven't had a sip yet. Okay. Well, it looks good. It looks thick. It's got a yeah. It's got a rich amber colour. Yes. It's got a thick, creamy head. Yes. Okay, let's have a sip. Okay. Very hoppy. Let's go to the hop. Yeah. Let's go to the standard reaction. (laughs) The standard reaction from Sudan. It's a bit different oh. than Corona, isn't it, Danny? Oh. Oh. It's meaty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very, it's very meaty hoppy. and it's smoky. Yeah. It's like a roasted, yeah. roasted. Yeah. I'll, go with, I'll go with roasted. I'm yeah. getting, but not I'm getting aspects of burnt pumpkin. <laughs> you know when they burn the pumpkin skin? That yeah, was, yeah. That yeah. Was a little bit of that. A little bit of that bitterness. That there. was dinner. You just finished. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it's it's very hoppy. When I say hops. It's got three types of hops on there. Oh, geez, the lighting's bad here. I, I should have remembered it. What choice? There's one called Galaxy Hop. There's Ember, Nova, and Galaxy. They're the three varieties of hops that they harvest. It reminds me of Guinness. Oh, I like really? that rich See, yes. and meaty. I know what you mean. It's probably that aftertaste that you get. That's sort of yeah. like, it's almost. Yeah, pass me the Tic Tac. Yeah. 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 It's also um, very, it's, it's medicinal at the sides of the tongue towards the back of the fleshy <laughs> bit of the tongue. Yes, I'm with you on that one. And it's getting me slowly drunk. <laughs> well, it is. Uh, what's it's the percentage? Like, it's high, Four, it's five and a half, I think, is it? Five and a half, yeah. I am drinking responsibly, however. I'm not <laughs> spilling a drop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a lovely meaty beer. I would enjoy that with a sausage yeah, with and a some mashed potato. And some um, some boiled cabbage. Oh. <laughs> oh, is it, is it influenced by by Germ- Germanic beers? Would you say it does taste a bit Europeany to me, like the ones we've we've road tested previously? Oh, like yeah. it's nothing like a VB. No, no, no. no, no. no. 
No, no, it's yeah, definitely would be something uh, influenced by something in, in Europe because yeah, like I said, I think the varieties of hops are actually started in Europe. Yeah. They're actually imported. Yeah. Like, wow, <laughs> I never could speak German before I drank this. <laughs> it's amazing. Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah, no. Whoa, there I go again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's uh, multilingual now. I'm actually uh, dyslexic and bilingual at the same time. Figure wow. that one out. No, hang on, that's not dyslexic. What's the word of Marfa? You always screw up jokes. <laughs> I'm the worst. You've never got a joke right. And I'm one of the stand up. Are you multi lingual? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be. <laughs> uh, I'm, what I'm trying to work out is I can't read or write in two different languages. <laughs> is that like that joke? Have you heard about the agnostic insomniac dyslexic? He used to lie awake at night thinking he's wondering if there really was a dog. <laughs> yes, no. Sorry, I stuffed that up, Jason. No, that's good. It's I'm from the Jason School of Jokes. Yeah, well. uh, no, you're from you're from the Christmas Cracker School that's of all, Jokes. I'm from the. What did we just protest? This is a shocker. I can I can't feel my arms. <laughs> oh my, my legs are falling off. That's because we threw them in the fire, Dan. <laughs> oh, I thought I was we ran out of chairs. <laughs> well, anyway. Wow, it does have quite an anaesthetic effect after oh, a while. Straight, <laughs> straight to the appendages. Apparently. You know, if we, if, if you ha- Queensland hospital system goes bang and we've got to do an operation on the table here tonight. Just dip the knife in That's that. That's right. We'll, well be isn't right. there that weird bacterial outbreak in the, in the Mater Hospital or one of the hospitals? Yeah, but yes. we've all got that bacteria on it. It's just some of us are more vulnerable. More susceptible. Yeah. They need this. Yeah. What is right. it called? Cascade First Harvest. Okay, it's Cascade First Harvest. <laughs> you can't you exactly <laughs> slam it down fast. Let's go around the table. What do, what do you reckon we rate it? Okay. Out of five. Gabby, we I, do it. Out of five. Uh, oh, look. I, <laughs> three? Three. Yeah. Four? Hang on. 34. Oh, I'll give it. It's yeah. getting better with each sip. It, 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 does, it does. It's one of those ones. So you've gone from a Corona yeah. to that, and of course it's going to go, wow. Oh, huge. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It, it did. Yeah. It did. It's yeah. Sort of My into it. jaw muscles are still spasming. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving it still, I'm giving it two because, you know, I'm not into like overly hoppy beers. Two. Dan? 3.5. Hey, Dan. Three, oh. You always go the half mark, Dan. Just because I watched Jason add it up. <laughs> I'm going to watch Jason add it up. because no, I I haven't got my calculator. What? So you you can't have half marks, otherwise just make it out of 10. You better even it up out of five, uh, put a point five on yours then. Well, I, I, uh, I gave it a three. <laughs> Hang on, if I give it a 3.5, that'll even it up, won't it? Yeah. So what's that add up to? Three. Seven, 10, 13. I love 13, the scientific way of rating 15, it. divided by four. 3.79. Is it? It's okay, good for then. stimulating the palate as well. Yes. If you wanted a pre... Yeah. Yeah. Pre-dinner beer that that got your um, saliva glands having a squirt. Yeah. We we call that our warm-up beer, which we didn't go through tonight. What did you have, Dan? You had a Corona. I had a Corona. I must stand. And we think the rest of us had Hogarden. Hogarden. Hogarden, which is on tap here at the um, Pig and Whistle, which is a great beer. This place is huge. We gave that five, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, At the barbecue special two episodes ago. Corona with a lozenge. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like one. But uh, we're going to have a really quick break while we get these glasses off our table. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about something spooky. We're going to talk about spirits, and it's got nothing to do with Johnny Walker. We'll be right back here on Planet Beer, thanks to Carlton Draft. Made from beer. When a voiceover is this deep, it could only be for Carlton Draft. 
because a man should never have to hear words like barley, hops and yeast in a namby-pamby girly voice. And that's where I come in. Just the cold, hard facts. Then I just go home, eat a steak, and build up my energy for the next time. Carlton Draft. Made from beer. You. Yeah, you. With the iPod. See that button in the centre? Press it twice. See? The picture gets bigger. Bet you didn't know that. G'day, welcome back to Planet Beer, coming to you from the Pig and Whistle at Riverside. We just finished our meals before we had our road test and, oh, they were delicious again. Fantastic. Yum, yum. Gabby liked it so much she had two. Uh, I had the (laughs) pasta and a salad, hello. Yes. (laughs) They make those one meal these days. That's right, they come together. (laughs) But uh, again, this, the atmosphere is great too. This place is. Oh, I love it. I know, everyone here looks happy. They like, do. What's the go with it? Like they're living a better life than me. Yeah. <laughs> Not possible. No, but isn't the decor here is great, isn't it? Again, it is, like I've lovely. never been to England, but uh, Atmos? I feel I'm here. Atmos. Atmos. Oh, atmosphere. I thought oh. you meant Kate Moss. I thought we were going to oh. talk about drugs again. It's my cold. Sorry. Ye oldy worldy. Yeah, it is. It's almost spooky. A little, sp- a little spooky. Speaking of spooky, that could just be the music. You had a ju- you had a ghost story, didn't oh, you, Dan? Oh, I did. Me? Yes, no, I did. A friend of mine, and she's a reliable source. Well, it's kind of a friend of a friend, really, and as they all are. Yeah. But it's a reliable source. She's a police officer, very, very straightforward person. She was telling us this story of the house that she grew up in at one stage. They didn't stay there very long because of the ghost. But they each week would do their grocery shopping put the groceries away there would always be a bottle of tomato sauce put on the you know the condiments shelf in the pantry they would go to use the sauce and there'd be no bottle and they think oh, i'm sure i bought sauce on the you know grocery shop no bottle week after week after week this happened that their mis- that tomato sauce would just magically disappear and then a lot of weird stuff used to happen and the furniture would all move around and you know it's strange really spooky events one night her mother woke up to find a little girl standing at the foot of her bed and that was the night, you know, I was going to say no, no, it was terrible. Covered in it was tomato sauce. <laughs> Could have been. I thought that's what she was going to say. But anyway, they said, right, that's it, we're leaving. They packed up, yes. the, you know, moved out. But, you know, you do the final whip around check just before you move out and make sure you haven't left in anything yeah. in any cupboards. They opened the pantry. It was chock full of tomato sauce. No! Ooh, unopened <laughs> bottles. Chock full. I'll, in post-production, I'll put in some scary music. Ooh, there. yes, you Ooh, have They would have added to that yeah, drama. Right. Madonna's not scary enough. So, oh, what was, <laughs> some was old lady in a leotard's not scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. oh, that's way scary, way scary. Uh, we, actually, he, Dan, and I used to do a ghost tour. Didn't oh, we, Dan? yes. And, uh, yes. It was, uh, actually, Halloween Eve... Was it? No, we did a, we've done a couple. We did that one for those bunch of old ladies. Yeah. That was what it was. But there was a tour the year before on, on Halloween Eve, and um, I went out to the cemetery to mark my way, you know, like sort of work out which way I was going to go through the tombstones. Come nighttime, I wouldn't be able to follow my way. So I went there during the day. It was about 11 o'clock. Is that oh. music getting it's louder? It's getting louder. You're getting older, see? Oh, the be, show yeah. goes on, you get older. <laughs> I'll just talk louder. And, um... There's a grave there, which is Bertie Hibbert, is the young boy. He died when he was 12 or something like that. And there's a life-size picture of, uh, not picture, statue of him above the grave. Holding a tomato sauce bottle. (laughs) (laughs) But on the back of it, it says, um, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, saves the Lord. 
So it's almost like vengeful, like, a, like someone is converted. Yeah. So I was standing there looking at this uh, life-size uh, statue of him, thinking to myself, oh, I wonder how you died, because like no one knows. Like, I don't know. But um, And then all of a sudden I was attacked by a bird. Ooh. It swooped at me. I thought, oh, magpies. I looked up, and it was a crow. Went, a crow swooped you? A crow. And I'm thinking, hang on. I used to live out on a farm. Is it the best been... kind of vengeance you can come Ooh. up with, the Lord? <laughs> <laughs> Is it? But it was a, like a feral crow. A feral crow. But I um, thought, hang on, that's a weird. A feral crow. That's my Cheryl crow. <laughs> Did it have a guitar? Good day, my name's Feral Crow. It's ironic, isn't it? That's scary enough for me. That's vengeance, I say. Yeah. So I was, but I thought, oh yeah. And then it kept coming back and back and kept attacking me. So I'm thinking, what the hell's going on here? And as I walked away, the crow lands on the head of the boy and does a poo. Ooh. So I, I had a good story. Oh. Now, Danny, you're going to ruin Vengeance my... Vengeance uh, from the <laughs> ass of a bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pretty much like the critics said about our tours. That's I, right. I think um, <laughs> someone made some scary movie about birds, didn't they? That's was right. it Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock, yeah. the bird. Made a film of that. Yeah. That's Except right. it made it a bit more... Scarier. Scarier. <laughs> not, as, not as much pooing. That's right. We had a lot of we had a lot of fun doing that, didn't we, Dan? Because I know at one stage we had, uh, you know, like with the ghost tour, our main rule was never let the truth get in the way of a good story. And so it's all about entertainment. So we um, (laughs) the truth is way back. We had so when did we use we used people at one stage? Who was that? All I remember was blindfolding old people driving them around in a minibus and taking money off. Yeah, ghosts. (laughs) Future ghosts, ghosts of the future. That's this right. is all awaiting you, old people, in just a couple of years. We were, we were showing them around where they could haunt. This would be a really good place for you to haunt. If you came out rattling some chains and going, woo, that could work for you, old lady. We had 70-year-old ladies traipsing through some sort of jungle-type environment. Yeah, it's, it's funny because we're worried about uh, public liability. Okay, and we thought, oh, it was, we thought these women that were going to be on there were like going to be in their 40s or something like that. Okay, we get there and it's a bunch of people with walking sticks, walking oh, no. canes, and in a bus. And we thought, oh my god, like to get to this hidden cemetery that we found, you had to sort of. It was like Blair Witch. You had to crawl oh, through bushes, is. step you're over the you're things. You're literally going under vines, and <laughs> yeah. it's very And I just scary. thought, here we go, public liability. We're going to get our money's worth here. But luckily, we were using their public liability. But we did have some <laughs> friends at this one house that we got to rattle and bang on the walls while we were there. It scared the hell out of me. <laughs> and that's how and you two came up with their album, Rattle and Hum. Rotting <laughs> 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 old people. It was originally... Uh, rattle and poo in your diaper. <laughs> your adult diaper, but... <laughs> Just didn't have that same ring. That's right. Rattle and have a nap was also another. <laughs> okay, enough of spirits. Let's uh, let's get into our road test uh, number two, which is the... Te- uh, not Tedley's, we're going to do uh, Speckled Hen. We're going to thought Ooh, we'd bring a British spe- one in. Speaking of birds. Yes. Ooh. Good segue. Oh, vengeance. Yes. Yes. Yeah, my so uh, we're going to have a real quick break while we go and get some uh, our beer wench to get us some beers. And we, we'll be back with that and then we'll be back to wrap up the show here on Planet Beer from the Pig and Whistle at Riverside. Hi, Jay here. Just want to thank you for downloading our podcast. We really do appreciate it. Another thing you can do for us, go to our website, www.thebeershow.com and register in the beer club. You could win great prizes, but also too, we can keep you up to date with what's going on in the show. 
Once again, thanks for downloading us, and remember, tell all your friends. Welcome back to Planet Beer with John Farnham in the background. Now that's a song you want to play at a nightclub, isn't it? Let's see if the dance floor empties. It's emptying as we speak. <laughs> it's full of, full of mullets. That's one way to clear your house. If you've got a party on, put John Farnham and everyone will go home. Oh my goodness, Jason, who's our special guest here today? Well, our special guest is... Brian. Brian, Brian. from Ireland. <gasps> yeah. We've imported our friends. How are you, Brian? I'm very good, guys. How, how long, are you? How long have you been in Australia? About eight or nine months. Oh, is that all? What part of Ireland? Uh, Cork, down the south. Ah, uh, Cork. Uh, my family's from County Clare. Yes, yeah, so is mine. Liars. <laughs> <How are you? laughs> I'm a McNamara. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit. That's exactly what Americans say, you know? Like, God, no, I, I, I should you not. My family's from County Clare. Ask Dan. We're probably related then. Brian. Ratty. Brian, have you escaped from Woomera or are you here as a tourist? <laughs> I'm a witch. Uh, Woomera is a detention centre for illegal immigrants. Yeah, it, it's have, a you, have you escaped from Woomera or are you here as a tourist or are you working or are you now living here? I'm working. I'm here legally. I'm here on a four-year visa. <laughs> it's, that, that's my story and I'm sticking to it, you know? Um, what it, <laughs> and if you don't believe it, check under your car in the morning. <laughs> now, <laughs> what do you think of the beer? Yeah, we've got... Uh, um, it's, it's a speckled hand that we've got here. It's on tap here at the, uh, at the uh, Pig & Whistle. Let's have a sip. Tell us what you think. Mmm, creamy. Yeah... I like this beer a lot. That's the nicest beer ever. It is, it's lovely. It's, it's good. It's very creamy. It's um, a bit heavy and fruity. It's very um, fruity is the term. A honey, bit, I reckon honey. A bit like a, a fat drag queen. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not want to go into them terms, but... <laughs> Guys, I'm just going to point out how you said that no one would dance to John Farnham. Yeah, just no. turn around right now. Yeah, two moles are having a go at it. <laughs> Bring it on, mole! Bring it on, mole! <laughs> <laughs> it's Kate DeRugio! Is it Kate DeRouge? This is brilliant. It's Kate DeRouge. It's like a radio Brian. version of the funny show. Superb. It's, it's going crazy here. <laughs> <laughs> Girls screaming. That's a problem when you have famous people on the show. Brian, I'm famous in my country. Yeah, <laughs> don't you know? I am. <laughs> have you seen the movie Muriel's Wedding? Yeah. Yeah. They shot everyone you on the plane on the way in. I have, yeah. She's from Muriel's Wedding. I am. I'm Tony Collette. Tony Collette. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> fucking full of shit. <laughs> you are not from Muriel's Wedding. I oh, you are not I Muriel! Am. No, I'm Muriel's sister. Are you? Yeah. She said the line, you're terrible, Muriel. Can he you probably do doesn't remember that. All right. <laughs> say the, say the, All if right. you are, say the line. All right. You're terrible, Muriel. Yes, there it is. <laughs> I was also in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you in there? And that? I was also Dropiers. in... Um, Oh, feck off, you feckin' feck. <laughs> I, I, remember, remember I remember the movie with Chachi. It was called, um, what was it? Strictly Ballroom. <laughs> Star Wars. 
They covered me in carpet. <laughs> that was my line. I walked with um, Harrison Ford. We're very good friends. <laughs> this show's going crazy. We've got screaming girls, screaming Irish. I remember, no, actually, it was called Gladiator. That was the one, wasn't it? That's a porno, isn't Gladiator. it? Gladiator. Oh, Gladiator. Oh, Gladiator. That was the one that my friend said he's seen yet. Uh, well, I think the show has totally gone downhill, which is I good. Know, it's gotten better, hasn't yes, it? Yes, it's so much We should start the show from here. Go. But uh, let's rate, let's rate the speckled hand. What do you reckon? Oh, I love it. I'm giving it out of five. Four and a half. Four and a half. I give it four. It's the best beer I've that, ever tasted. I'm giving it five. Is that on a five or on a ten? Out of five. Um, oh, definitely four. Four. Okay, Super. so there we go. Your accent is very sexy. <laughs> it's, it's so Guinness, like. <laughs> That's right, it's no, not Guinness. It's, it's, not pretty, as, it's, pretty it's good not as thick as Guinness. It's not as heavy, and it's not as pushy as Guinness. No. It's like Kilkenny. For an Irish beer, it'll be close to Kilkenny. Yes, it is very much. Yeah. Yes. I agree with that. I thought he was going to write it six. I could I drink that all night. I know, it's a good beer. And it's on tap here, like I said, <laughs> you can drink this. It's great. <laughs> Uh, and uh, now I have a poem. I have a poem for Brian. Yes. It's okay. I wrote this when I was 14. Okay. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> yes. Edit yes. it. Edit it out if yeah, it's well. no good. If this is good, knowing on a pass or a red. Gabby's winner. Here we go. Okay. I'm sick of trying, Brian, to live with your lion, Brian. I'm sad and I'm sighing, Brian, because our love is dying, Brian. <laughs> so out of your life, I'm flying, Brian. The oven, there's a pie in, Brian. So <laughs> ring if you feel like inquiring, Brian. But how I'm doing, thank you. That's the end of the. <laughs> oh, that was good. You should publish oh, that. that. I, I thought that was great. Yeah. Um, incisive, um, poetic. You know what I'm going to have to do now? It's I'm going to have to put subtitles on the podcast now for you. <laughs> well, I'm trying to talk as slow as I can, man. That's okay. Give me, can, can you say, where's me gold? Oh, where's me gold? Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on the top of the morning. Yeah, it's all, it's all what you yeah, want to give hear. us all the cliches. A little yeah. bit of fiddle dee potato. What guy's he got it all off? Sure, what do you need me for now? <laughs> Well, okay, I think we might uh, wrap up the show now before we uh, keep going. This could go on forever. I know, it could be, become the Brian from Ireland show. That's right. The Brian from Ireland show. Okay, then. <laughs> we'll finish with an Irish accent, everybody, okay? Uh, anyone everyone. Want, anyone got any shout-outs? Shout yeah, I'd like to say hi to that girl. <laughs> the girl that's screaming in the microphone. Yeah, she's, she's my fan that uh, takes oh, with me everywhere. She's inflatable yeah. and available for hire. <laughs> I, think, I think I might hire her after. I know, she offered it up no, there for uh, she's got a lip $8 earlier on for the quick shopty behind the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Out behind the shelter shed. <laughs> okay, then, well... I said uh, no, though. No. It's, it's, it's been a great episode. I'd like to thank Gabby for coming in. It's gone Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wee bit... Woo, it's a wee bit chilly here yes, by the fire. Yes, that's right. It's, it's a broad lit moonlit knit to I'd like to say, may the blessings of Mary Malone and her nine blind illegitimate children cheshire so far of the hills of eternity that the Lord himself can't find you with a telescope. Have a good night. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And um, 
from an Irishman here in Australia, mate. Ned Kelly, kangaroos, <laughs> wallabies. <laughs> and what are them little pests that come over the little garden fence and shit in your barbecue called? But anyway, <laughs> the best oh, greetings they, 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 from all of them. What's it? What's it? They're called the English. Yes, they are. And best greetings from all of them to everyone here today. And for giving me free beer. Thank you very much, guys. And we'd like to thank Carlton Draft, Matilda Bay, and of course Arge from the uh, Pig and Whistle for supplying us with all the beer and uh, food that we can eat. It's a great place. Get on down here to the Riverside Pig and Whistle, and also all their other Pig and Whistles at thepigandwhistle.com.au if you want to find out their locations. Uh, make sure you join up at the uh, the beer club dot uh, at the planet beer dot. No, so what is it? What's our address? Thebeershow.com and join the the uh, the beer club. Anyway. Thank all our special guests tonight and um, everybody else. That's, I'd like uh, to thank the Sugar Babes for the closing music. Yes, <laughs> yes. We'll throw to the Sugar Babes. Thanks for our special guest, John Farnham. <laughs> Madonna. And the inflatable fan. Yeah. He's got a huge cleavage. I'm not even looking. <laughs> I'm not looking. Make sure you get a photo of that. <laughs> oh, did I miss something? Once <laughs> again, that was too poor. I have to go on radio. Where's my camera? <laughs> I hope my noise wasn't in the shot then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, good night, Australia and the world and Ireland. Bye. Good night. Fun at beer. Good night. <laughs>